Hello, hello, and happy Friday! TGIF, thank goodness it's Friday. And the weekend is upon us. How have you been doing this week? Have you been reflecting on um, God, the source of hope, and the hope he's given you and your overflowing hope and sharing it with others? I do hope you have been. Um, We are going to wrap up today. And guess what? We're staying in Romans. But we're going to jump back a few pages to Romans 5. And we're going to read the first few verses in Romans chapter 5. Verses 1 through 5. From the NIV. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, because we know that sufferings produce perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. Hope. Five verses, and we heard the word hope. One, two, three three times but hope it's just such you know it's four little letters but it has so much power and ability to heal and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God we don't rejoice in the hope that we did something we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God And then I included the rest, the next few verses, because especially now, there's so much suffering, right? Yet these verses offer us encouragement. They offer us hope. Because here, not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. Because, are you ready? Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. As you suffer, you are persevering because you are adapting and overcoming and figuring out how to live with the suffering, through the suffering, in spite of the suffering. And perseverance produces character. Because when you suffer, And then you persevere, you get stronger. And as you get stronger, you're building a character, a strong, a noble, a trustworthy, a character of integrity. And then that character, that character builds hope. Hope within yourself because you know that you're overcoming And you have this strength and this ability to persevere because of your relationship with Jesus. And that establishes your character. And that character establishes hope for you 
as you continue to trust in God, but it also establishes a hope for others that are watching you. And to me, that is encouraging. You have a hope. And it goes back to like Monday and Wednesday. When that hope is overflowing, you need to share it with others. And that's what you're doing. Because when you rejoice in your sufferings, that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance produces character. And character produces hope. And then it goes on to say, That hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. When Jesus suffered that death on the cross, he left the Holy Spirit behind. A hope that does not disappoint. God poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. He is that hope. Um, and I want to go, I just, Romans 8, 24, um, let me flip forward a couple pages. Romans 8, 24, let me find it, my eyes, there is no Romans 8, 24, I've lost my mind. Hang on, I think I wrote down the... Romans 8.23 is for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. But that is not... Oh, I'm in Romans 6. Ha <laughs> ha Oh, let me go to Romans 8 now. All right. I must have lost my mind when I picked that verse. All right. One, it didn't exist. All right, Romans 8, 24. Um, I'm going to start at 22, okay? Ah, I'm going to start at verse 18. What do you think about that? I'm so indecisive. All right, I probably thought that it was too many verses for you, but I think we need those today. So Romans 8, verses 18 until... So Romans 8:18 I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. The creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Verse 22. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Not only so, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for the adoption of as sons, the redemption of our bodies. Romans 8:24 For in this hope we were saved but hope that is seen is no hope at all Who hopes for what he already has but if we hope for what we do not yet have we wait for it 
patiently. I loved this verse, and now I know why I picked it. So I apologize for being in the wrong chapter of my Bible. So Romans 8, 24. For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what he already has? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. And that's from the New International Version. Let me grab my voice. The Bible, the voice, not my voice that I talk with. <laughs> eh, I know, not funny. Whatever. All right, Romans 8.24 from the voice. Romans 8.24 from the voice. Where are you? For we have been saved in this hope and for this future. But hope does not involve what we already have or see. For who goes around hoping for what he already has? But if we wait expectantly for what we have never seen, then we hope with true perseverance in eager anticipation. And I thought this was important in a great way to wind up our week because what do you hope for? And, you know, what this verse is telling us is that we don't need to hope for what we have. You know what I mean? You know, oh, I hope it's a good day. And it's already been a great day. You woke up. You're breathing. There's breath in your lungs. There's a roof over your head. You have heat. You have water. You have electricity. It's already a good day. We want to hope for those things that we can't see yet. Lord, I pray and hope that you would use me and bless me in ways that I could never imagine. You're hoping. And... It's a different hope, I think, than what we were talking about. And if I was more of a biblical scholar, I'd, you know, go to one of the Greek concordances and look up what number hope was. Um, That's not who I am. Um, So I just, you know, that's not how I am wired. But we need to hope. Hope for the things we can't see. And hope for the things that we don't know if you're facing um illness whether it be diabetes cancer covid um acne i don't know we can hope for god to heal us hope and pray in faith that god will heal us and as we hope and pray we will persevere. And that perseverance is going to build and establish our character. And that character is going to become an example of hope. So what we were hoping for as a verb ends up becoming, you end up becoming somebody's symbol of hope and noun. How like cool is that? God is like the coolest. He like can do the best stuff for us. And a new year and a new hope. Yet it's the same hope. It's the same God. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It's the same God. He loves you. And he wants the best for you. I want to read... I'm just going to continue reading. So... Romans 8, 
I'll start at 24 and then I'm going to read a little bit farther. For we have been saved in this hope and for this future. But hope does not involve what we already have or see. For who goes around hoping for what he already has? But if we wait expectantly for things we have never seen, then we hope with true perseverance and eager anticipation. And we know that 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 perseverance leads to character and character to hope. Verse 26. A similar thing happens when we pray. We are weak and we do not know how to pray. So the Spirit steps in and articulates prayers for us with groaning too profound for words. Verse 27. Don't you know that he who pursues and explores the human heart intimately knows the Spirit's mind because he pleads to God for his saints to align their lives with the will of God? Verse 28. We are confident that God is able to orchestrate everything, everything, to work towards something good and beautiful when we love him and we accept his invitation to live according to his plan. Romans 8, 24 through 28. And then, so as you're hoping and you're praying and God's revealing and answering prayers to you, be confident. Be confident because God is able to orchestrate everything. It doesn't say in Romans, God can orchestrate some things. It says God will orchestrate everything. Here's the caveat. We're not going to like every orchestration. Some of them are going to hurt. Some of them are going to bring us to our knees some of them are going to make us feel like it's the end. And we need to trust that God sees and knows and is orchestrating the road ahead of us. And it's not going to make sense now. And there's some of you listening to me right now that might even be getting mad at me for even saying it. And you know why I say that? Because I was the person after my sister disappeared, that if I would have heard someone telling me to trust God and know that he's orchestrating the plan, I was so mad that he let my sister get kidnapped. And that was the view I had for a decade, more than a decade. I don't know the whys or the reasons. It's just things that we have to accept. Yet, 25, 6, 7 years later. God is orchestrating that. And I need to trust him that God will bring Heidi home in his time when it brings him glory. And as you listen, just know that those aren't things that I say easily. Yet faith isn't meant to be easy. Trusting God is not meant to be easy. Nowhere in the Bible does it say, if you struggle, if you face hard times, if you doubt. It says, when you doubt, do this. 
When you struggle, do this. When you face conflict, do this. It's when, not if. And there's those things in life that are going to hurt. And they're going to hurt for a long time. Yet we need to trust and rely on God through every one of those moments, through the illness, through the disease, through the loss, through the deception, through the struggle, through the conflict, through COVID. Trust God. He is orchestrating. And Jesus already overcame the world. So we don't have to worry. We need to trust. We need to have hope for those things that we have yet to see. And as long as I have breath in my lungs, I will hope for the day that my sister returns and is found. And we can give her that proper burial that proper um, I don't like the word closure but a closure to that part of not knowing so that she has a resting place she's resting with God yet I hope and I pray that one day she will rest next to my parents and That's something to hope for. We hope for the end of the pandemic. We hope for a cure for COVID. We hope the vaccine works. We hope people can return to work. We need to hope the childhood cancer is brought to an end. We need to hope for a cure for cancer. We need to hope that people a return to their employment opportunities and kids return to school and we need to hope that we have some sense of normalcy in the near future. I hope and I pray that the mental health and the mental wellness of everyone is able to bounce back after this long, tiring and devastating pandemic. It's only through our hope and our prayers and the one who provides all that hope, God, that that will be possible. And as an army, as a prayer warriors, an army of prayer warriors, we need to join together back into Romans 15 on Monday. Join together one voice, right? And pray and hope to the creator of hope, who is the source of hope, the hope that lives with us, that is overflowing, that our hope will overflow and spill out to others because it's infused in us. And may we be that light that others see and be that catalyst of hope in that circle of influence we have. May you have a fabulous Friday and weekend and never, ever lose hope.
God's overcome the world. We don't need to worry. He's done it once. He can do it again. And we need to pray and hope for that day, for the cures, for the peace, the love, the hope, as one voice. Thank you for listening. I'm Lisa, and you've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real.